Hey, I'm Dina Blizzard, and you're watching One Funny Morning. Welcome to One Funny Morning Show. From Monday to Friday. And sometimes on Saturday. Why would you say that all these people? You never know what's going to happen. Carmen. Cortez. Good morning, everybody. What's outside your weather door? Good morning. Happy, 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 everybody. Hi, good morning, friends. My name is Stephanie Hemling, and this is my trusty sidekick here, Duncan, sporting his one-of-a-kind OFM Duncan bandana because he's a huge fan. We are from Baltimore, Maryland, and we love to wish you all a very happy and healthy new year. Now, without further ado, we love to introduce our wonderful host, Dina Blizzard. Say bye, Dunks. Bye, guys. Have a good day. Good morning, everybody. Oh, it's Monday. That's the face I'm going to make when it's Monday. Good morning, Mike. Hello, everyone. It's Monday. Stephanie did a great job with our morning intro. TikTok, there's no intro there. It was a lady named Stephanie. She did a great job. I'm a little jealous of her one funny mother doggy scarf. She's like, I don't have a dog scarf. I love when people make more OFM merch. And I'm like, girl, where'd you get that? Uh-huh. Good morning. David Parker, Reaper Soulmate. New names. Glad to have you. Good morning, Facebook. Good morning, YouTube. Lulu says good morning. I got eggs. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So good morning, Angela. Thanks for joining us here. Um, hopefully everybody had a good weekend. Uh, I wasn't feeling good yesterday, stomach wire, so I didn't eat a lot. So I woke up starving. I said, girl, me too. Girl, don't I know it. Okay. Um, if you're new to our show, this is my co-host, Lulu Pecorino. Uh, that never happens, Tara. Me too. Um, Saturday show was so entertaining. If you missed it, uh, you need to go back. We did a special show, um, this past Saturday, which we're never live on Saturday. And Lulu was very upset because she was replaced and we'll talk about it. I'm sure. Um, we had a great, okay. We had a great guest, uh, Pete Lee, who is a very funny comedian. I hear you. Very funny comedian. Um, he was performing at Helium Comedy Club. Okay. Okay. And uh, you have to go to the part where Lulu mm-hmm, made it very clear that she wanted him out of her seat. And I was like, listen, that's usually where Lulu sits. And I feel like she knows. It was like, you know, I should have told you. I didn't let you know ahead of time. And that was wrong. I feel like this is like a Carrie and Michael Strahan situation. I don't want to bring it up because it was it was tough. But that was not a full-time replacement. That was just just for that day. It was Pete and he doesn't he doesn't live in Philly. So it probably won't happen again unless he comes to town again. And then you would have to be okay with stepping aside. Okay, you're not well look at me. Okay. Uh-huh. I wake up my kids saying, uppy, uppy, uppy. Lauren, that is how my mom used to wake us up every day. She'd just walk through the house, turning lights on, going, uppy, uppy, uppy. Time to wake up. Okay, you're not ready. Uh, so that's why we called the show Uppy, Uppy, Uppy. I checked out Pete's site and he's hilarious. He is. She is not okay. Mm-hmm. What's the dog looking at? Whatever she wants to look at. There's no way to focus her unless there was a T R E A T. Uh, you're not getting her attention. Mm-hmm. My official trophy is set to arrive today. Kim, please take a picture of you and your trophy. I'd like to put it in the archives. I really would. Uh, mm-hmm. Gracie's 15th birthday last night. Mm-hmm. I did wake up my kids that way. Um, so it's kind of a staple here. 
So if you are waking up anybody, including your dogs, by saying "Uppy, Uppy, Uppy," mm, we appreciate you. Um, all right. So Chris Bass said it. Let's talk Golden Globes. Who watched it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I almost texted you at five forty this morning, my time. You're welcome. Almost. I might have answered you. I never know when I get up. The Lord decides. Or Lulu. Do you speak French? <coughs> okay. <coughs> what is it about me? Hello, Pico. That screams French to you. Because yesterday, okay, let's just say it. There is Catherine Tate is a very funny comedian from England. If you don't know who she was, you should look up Catherine Tate, interpreter. And um, she does a comedy sketch where she pretends that she knows a number of languages and is brought into a summit um, to um, to translate. Mm-hmm. And she's sitting across from people, and all she does is just read the name in front of them to find out what <laughs> what um, what language they speak, and then just mocks it. So for like um, the French people, she was like, fum, 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 "That's wrong and racist," and sounds accurate because on the Golden Globes, when I turned it on, which was late, there was a French lady and she was speaking amazing English, much better than my French. And uh, I have to admit the entire time, I just thought of Catherine too. I was trying really hard to understand it. She was so good. And I'm so dumb. Like, I just want to say it. American, super dumb. We know one language, barely. Everybody else knows many more languages than us. And I'm trying really hard on Duolingo to learn Spanish. And your breath is very stinky. What is it? Can you say it with good breath? I feel like you could try. I can't. This is my good breath. Okay. And I see that someone has brought up Gypsy Rose. Deb, okay. I know that you want to change the topic. But... Okay. I'm obsessed with Gypsy Rose. I will admit it. Do you understand a little Spanish? You understand a little a poquito Spanish. Yes, I do. A poquito. Hey, Daryl, thanks for following. Okay. So, Dina, this is my co-host, and I'd love to have you on the show one day, but you would have to um, apparently fend off Lulu for sitting in her chair. You know, you are always welcome, Dina. Um, so let's, let's first talk Golden Globes. So I missed the opening monologue. Mm-hmm. And I actually read online, Joe Coy has an awful monologue. And I was like, oh. So I go back. I didn't see Joe. I, showed, I saw Joe Coy maybe twice for 15 seconds after that. And I was like, is this how it's supposed to be? Or is he in the back just going, I'm not going back out there. Mm. Oh, Carrie, let's talk about Jeremy Allen White. Now, let me tell you something. Jeremy Allen White is from the bear. Now, raise your hand if any time that Jeremy Allen White. Now, he also was just made a Calvin Klein model. Okay, remember when Marky Mark was it? Wahlberg and the little underwears. Mm-hmm. And um, when Jeremy Allen White comes on the screen in any capacity, whether it's on the bear, it's on a Calvin Klein commercial, or it was last night, and there is like your lover is in the room, you got to act like to like any like man around you that like you not like super impressed with Jeremy Allen White and his body and his face and his just everything. Okay. So you got to go like this. Oh, he's okay. When that Calvin Klein commercial come, did you see him? Do yourself a favor and find Jeremy Allen White. Mm-hmm. 
Someone said it looks like Gene Wilder. Now I can't unsee it. You're not wrong. There's a little something. You don't like him? Gab, have you seen him? He was in Shameless, The Bear. You got to watch him. You can't just you can't just look, Gab, because part of it is just this. But you got to be like, oh yeah, no. I mean, I don't. I don't. I barely noticed. What? Is, what? Did you like that? He's in the movie The Iron Claw. Okay, I'll watch that too. Mm-hmm. He does have a Barry Manilow-ish about it. You don't see it, Heather. You didn't see him in the underwear. Molinay. Okay. All you ladies that are saying you're not in did not see the Calvin Klein ad. Okay. Is he Gene Wilder? He's not Gene Wilder's grandson. Allison, you're still drinking. What are you talking? Find out if that's true. I don't think it is. Mm. Yeah, no. I liked him in the bear. I didn't like him in Iron Claw. He's all beefed up and cut in Iron Claw. I did see him in his underwear. His face doesn't do it. You got to look at the whole. I was going to say package. Stop it. it. Just, okay. Anyway, he won last night. So did his co-star. Mm-hmm. I'm a lesbian, and that ad almost made me switch teams. Thank you. Thank you, Sunny. Mm-hmm. Is that Lynchburg lemonade? I don't know what kind of lemonade it is. It's my own brew. It's got vodka in it. No, it doesn't. I wish it did. Um, just watch the ad on YouTube. Doesn't do it for me. Okay, Jill. You're a liar. You are a liar. Okay. I'm going to say, okay, Jill. Okay, I'm I'm coming for you now. Okay, so you're telling me, Jill. Okay, it's a Friday, Jill. Okay, you are gonna go out. Okay, stay with me here, Jill. Okay, you got your nice outfit on. You got your cleavage. Got your hair dead. Now you're out. You sitting at the bar, Jill, by yourself. Mm-hmm. Easy with the gels. Okay. Okay. This is just for Lantham. Here we go. His name is Jeremy Allen White. Rosie, look him up. You sit at the bar. Mm-hmm. Jill, get it together. Okay. You sit at the bar. Okay. Now, first of all, his eyes are gorgeous. Okay. He starts coming over. He's not related to Gene Wilder. Thanks for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He starts walking towards you and he starts rubbing on you. What? Jill's like, oh, you didn't mention he was going to rub me. Oh, yeah, he is. He is. And then his shirt just uh, just pops open. How, Dina? The magic of the story. Okay? Shirt pops open. And the lighting is right. Just saying. Mm-hmm. Okay, just trying to get on the Jill bus. And I'm telling you to right now, you're both liars. I'd punch him in the face from and on me without permission. Oh, you gave him permission. Mm-hmm. Buttons just melt off of him, apparently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 And all you guys are on the liar bus. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Anyway, let's go back to Joe Coy. You're like, Why? So they, they literally had an article up about how awful Joe Coy's monologue was like two minutes after he did it. I'm like, it feels like this feels real close. Like you didn't even give him a chance to like breathe a second. Okay. Gab, here's what I'm going to say. Gab's like, he was bad, Dean. Now listen. Here's what I'm going to say. I'm coming at it from a comedian's perspective. I'm coming at it from what? I mean, we've all seen Ricky Gervais do it. I love all of them. I heard Taylor Swift wasn't impressed with his monologue. I mean, what, is that how we rank things now? They were like, Taylor, did you like it? Okay, write the article. We hated it. That's not... 
Listen, I'm just saying that I didn't think it was horrible. It was fine. I mean, I don't know. I'm not going to sit here. What would I have done differently? I don't know. I'm going to be honest. If they asked me to host the Golden Globes, I wouldn't even talk about the movies. That's And here's the thing. And here's what he said. If you listen to his monologue, he said, I didn't write all these jokes. Some of these jokes they said I had to say. He's like, I'm going to be honest. You guys are laughing at the ones I wrote. You don't know how many restrictions there are. When you are doing a show like that on a live show, the time restrictions, a bunch, a bunch. And even when you're standing back there and you're like, I can't believe they're going to make me say this. I know this isn't funny, but you got a job and you were paid to do a job. It just, mm, I'm talking about Joe Coy last night. He was hosting, um, yeah, all these people saying it wasn't good, but they weren't asked to do it. Now were they? And some of them were. Some of them were asked to do it. And most of them said no, because they know that it's the hardest gig and it's thankless and everybody hates you. So you either go too far, which is what Ricky Gervais does, and he doesn't care. And Joe, maybe Joe Coy doesn't care either. He was like, listen, I don't give a crap. Whether you like me or hate me, you're talking about me. Mm-hmm. Right. So, so Sue said it perfectly. I like him, but I've seen him better. In his element, Joe Coy is stellar. I love Joe Coy. When he talks about his mom, him and Fortune Feimster talking about their mom. I'm t- and he had 10 days to watch all these shows and then come up with stuff. And then they were like, hey, it's exposure. Yeah. They said half the people were like, who is this? I was like, how do you not know who Joe Coy Okay, I don't know what kind of dog fight. This has to happen right now. This is who we are. This is this is what we want to do. When I'm in a, a real serious conversation with the universe, you two bitches. Somebody said that. They're like, you should stop calling them bitches. I'm like, it's girl dogs. They're girl dogs. Look at them. It's like as soon as I moved, they were like, who that? Who was here? Making all that noise. Oh, okay. Good morning, Jurgen. I'm good, Jurgen. Jurgen, look. Look how much is growing up. Oh, who this? All I knew about him was he dated Chelsea Hammond. No, he's so funny. Joe Coy is so funny. Mm-hmm. I heard, I did not see Kristen Wiig and Will Ferrell. I did see, oh, let's talk about who was awful. I did see... Felicity, that's not her name. Oh, the girl who played Phil- Who was she with? Um, mm-hmm. Ray Rom- it was Ray Romano and Carrie Russell. That one was funny. That one was very funny. You know uh, who wasn't funny? So this was the first time that I saw Matt Damon and Ben Affleck together. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I haven't seen the two of them in the same place at the same time in a long time. I was like, all right, here we go. Uh, Yeah. It was fine. They just read. Kevin Costner and America. America's great. Love America. And I even feel like the bit that they had written for them wasn't awful. But then Kevin did it. And I was like, is this a, is he trying to be, even we know him, Joe Coy. Exactly, Jurgen. And he's funny. Mm hmm. And why I switched it up. Yeah. Mm hmm. I don't know. I was like, does Kevin know where he is? Oh, and Matt Damon showing his grays. Okay, Heather, isn't it so funny? He came out with his gray hair. Did you guys see it? It was Matt Damon. Uh, he came out and um, and he's so, I mean, both of them are handsome. 
Um, but Matt Damon comes out and his, his hair, hair, hair was cut short and gray. You know, so what? Salt and pepper. Mm-hmm. I was like, go ahead, Matt Damon. Wait till you see when my hair's growing. <laughs> Next time, if I ever meet Matt Damon, I'm going to be like, oh my gosh, twinsies. He'll be like, I'm sorry, Grandma, what? I'll be like, okay. That's uncomfortable. Okay. America's great. It's so funny. I don't care how America Ferreira puts her hair. Every time you see her with a hairdo, you're like, that is the hairdo for her. Do you know when you meet people? And like, like it took me a long time to find my hairdo. Like, this is my hairdo. Now, let me tell you, I just found it like five years ago. Uh, so that was late. Some people find their hairdo in high school and then keep it. Yeah. They keep that hair forever. And then that girl, you should change it up a little bit. You know what I'm talking about? Do you ever see somebody? Do you ever look at somebody? Okay, let's have a serious conversation. Do you ever look at somebody? And they got the same hairdo from high school and they feel it. They, they've rolled into it and stayed there. And that's fine. It, that's fine. But every once in a while, you just come back, girl, girl, maybe we need to like, let it grow a little bit. And we need to straighten it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Some think they've had, that's what I'm saying. And you're like, girl, you got to stop doing this. I will say, yeah, some 80s hairs should not, hairstyles should not be allowed anymore. Some, and this is something that only your best friends, and that's why I say like all my girlfriends hate that I'm growing up my, grow, my gray hair and I'm, and I'm fine with them saying it. I'm actually happy that I have friends that are willing to be like, I love you. And I'm like, no, here we go. <laughs> I'm like, okay, this isn't gonna. But I love... That in in the interest of our friendship and them caring more about my hair than I do, um, that uh, they would tell me. And I'm fine with it. Mm-hmm. If you leave it the same way long enough, it does come back in style. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, so America came out and her hair was so short, but it was so beautiful. Yeah, there were a couple, couple stars. Um, oh my gosh! Okay, so last night they had the award for best male lead in a series. Three people from Succession: the lead guy, the brother, the dad. All three of them nominated. And then uh, the guy from The Last of Us, who was also the Mandalorian. And then two other people I don't remember. And as soon as they started announcing, I don't know if anyone's watched Succession. It's amazing. It's an amazing show. But as soon as they start announcing them, I'm like, it has to be the brother. Um, It's Macaulay Culkin's, Culkin's brother. Kieran, Kieran Culkin. He was so good. Pedro Pascal. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, I hope it's the brother. I hope the brother. He wasn't, I mean, he is a main character, but it's like the brother, but so good. I was like, it, it should be him. It should be him. And if it's not him, it's going to go to Pedro. It has to. And I was like, but I'm never right. And I I was calling him last night. Mm Mm-hmm. But he did. He won. It was so good. I was like, I was like, you don't understand. He was so slimy and smarmy, mm-hmm, and but lovable, and you cheer for him even though he's an awful person. Mm-hmm. Where is this you're talking about? Um, we we're talking about the Golden Globes last night. Um. So, um. Yeah. It was, it was fun. They had a lot of animated things. Oh, then for the first time, if you didn't watch, um, if you didn't watch, they added two new categories to the Golden Globes that have never been included before. And one of them was um, best 
best comedy special. So for the first time ever, they showed some commitment to highlighting the work of comedians who are writing an hour of material and performing it, which I don't know why it would have taken this long. Um, but there were no nobodies in the lineup. And I'm not saying me nobody. I don't have a special. Uh, that would be really surprising if they were like, and you know what? Uh, we have Chris Rock. We have Wanda Sykes. We have Dave Chappelle, Dita Blizzard. That would have been a big surprise. Um, but like, is what's what is the Southern lady's name? Karen? Is it Morgan? I love her. I should know her name. I love her. And I was like, gosh, I hope she's in this lineup. Because I don't want to say she's a nobody because she's not. She had a killer special and it was so funny. Um, yeah, I wasn't impressed with all, any of those choices. And I watch stand-up specials all the time. Mm -hmm. Leanne Morgan. That's it, Claire. Love her. I'm like, oh, and you know, you don't know who the nominees are. I mean, I guess if you looked it up, you would, but I didn't. So I was like, oh, I hope Leanne Morgan, Fortune Feimster. Like, why aren't, is this what we're going to do now? We're just going to keep the, I don't know. Leanne Morgan, when she talked about her husband. Mm hmm. So, yeah. Colkin always looks strung out. You're not wrong, Deb. Nurse Deb said that. You're not wrong. Um, oh, and then Killian was there, girl. When Fortune Themester imitates her mom, it's the greatest thing I've ever seen. When she talks her mom, when she talks about her mom and the Hooters, I just, it's the funniest thing. And I was just like, why can't we see some of these people? Yeah, yeah. And then Ricky Gervais one. So that was a new category. And then um, the other new category um, was, I don't even know what they called it. Uh, it was like best box office hit or something. I don't know. But I don't, again, I don't even think the Golden Globes were over. But they call it some kind of hokey best commercial something. I don't know. But the basic gist was um, that the Barbie movie won. So it was obviously going to be between Barbie and Oppenheimer. They were the biggest uh, commercial hits. But I was like, aren't they going to just do... Don't we already know who the winner is? Then it would be just who made the most money at the box office, right? Like, why are you going to have nominees? Can we just look it up? Uh, sit down, mommy. Sit down. Um, but there was an article after the Golden Globes that said, so is this what we're going to do now? When we don't want to give an award, a real award to a movie? Because Barbie didn't win anything. It didn't win any awards that, that I can think of. Maybe I could be wrong. You can, you can school me if I, if I'm wrong. Um, but somebody said, is this what we're going to do is when, when we decide that it's a show, I mean, it happens a lot. How many times have there been movies where these awards show are like, no, had no value. Everybody hated it, but it outsold everybody. And you're like, people liked it. It might not be to your artistic standards, but it was just kind of interesting. Um, but last time I was a comedian who was the worst, forgot her twice and left places. Kristen Shaw, worst ever. Oh. Cinematic and box office achievement. Thank you, LaFive. Um, oh, it got a music. Oh, it did get the music. That was the other one. They were doing best musical, like it wasn't score, I guess it was just song, sound, song. And uh, as soon as they played the Barbie one, What Was I Made For by Billie Eilish, I was like, that one, it's a great song. And Billie Eilish came up and spoke and yeah. Are the Golden Globes the ones voted on by the board? I think so. The, uh, the foreign press? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, the National Foreign Press. That's who they thank all the time. I don't know who they are. I don't know. I, I don't ever hear from the foreign press, but for some reason, that's who we think. I'm like, I don't, did the U.S. press have nothing to do with it? I don't know who, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. My grandpa was in a band called The Hinges. They opened for the doors. Ah, ba-dum-bum. Mm-hmm. Barbie won box office cinematic feature. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of overlapping of awards. It was fine. I mean, I think, honestly, um, I just like seeing that many famous people. In my mind, all famous people know each other. Do you feel the same? I feel like there's those of us that don't know anybody. And then I just read Farm Press was dissolved and 300 journalists voted. Hmm. I didn't watch Sister Wives. Should I have been watching that? Mm-hmm. What did you think of Coy? I didn't hate it. So I didn't watch it in real time. I actually watched it this morning. I wanted to watch it before we went live. Uh, and I didn't hate it. I, you know, I, I think I come to it from a different place. I've hosted lots of things. I've hosted Miss America uh, for 10 years, uh, all the prelims, and did some... Um, did some stuff with ABC on a pre-show. Um, hosting is is not easy. I, I mean, Miss America is like 15,000 people, so it's a little bit different. This is comfortable. Um, and um, did you see their gift bags are worth over 500K each? What? Yeah. Um yeah, the best. It wasn't. Be- um, it was best stand-up special. Yeah, that was new, Lara, and Gervais. Yeah, but I want to see some like. I don't want to. I don't want to. Okay, can we? Uh, I'm not sure what our goal is. What's our goal? Mm-hmm. What about when Pete asked you if you were best friends with Joe? Did he ask me that? What did I say? Oh yeah, of course. Okay, can we get down? Thank you. It's a new group that votes. The old group was dissolved due to complaints regarding diversity. Was there more diversity? A little bit in the winners. All right, can you sit down? I'll give you 100K for that puppy. No. Okay. All right. Let's, here we go. Okay. Okay. And you know they weren't happy clapping for Ricky Gervais. Mm-hmm. Okay. There we go. Kevin Costner and Robert De Niro both acted like they'd rather be anywhere else. Kevin Costner, for sure. Robert De Niro was laughing when he did the joke about, he's like, I loved your last show, you know, where you knock somebody up at 80. I thought that was a funny joke. He was laughing. Um, I know. I don't know. I think that it wasn't awful, but. And, you know, he kept saying, these are the jokes I had to say. I didn't write that one. You guys are laughing at my jokes. If you listen, I don't know. I think I've I've been that person in that position before, and I know how difficult it was. Um, yeah. So anyway, but no, Kevin Costner just looked confused. He's how old is he? He's. I feel like we all believe. Like Tom Selleck, that he's just still 45. But he's not. In fact, if my memory serves me correctly, he didn't start acting until he was like 40 or something. Right? He looked drunk. We're talking about Kevin? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Tired mama. I love looking at Kevin Costner. Who doesn't? Did you see my imaginary husband, Jason Bateman? No, but I love him. He's 59? No. He's 68, said Cooley. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 68. Yep. I said out loud, why is Kevin presenting if he doesn't want to be there? Mm-hmm. I think Jason Bateman is the new America's husband. Why isn't he sexiest man alive? When will that happen? I would like to start a campaign. 
Cause he's so, I feel like he has been for my generation. And let's just say that goes from 22 to 70. That's my generation. Um, Kevin Bateman has been on TV and in my TV viewing for decades, decades. Mm-hmm. He's like a fine wine. And you never hear any hubbub about him. You never hear he's on his sixth wife. You don't hear it. He just seems like a nice guy. But I was just saying to somebody the other day, I almost met Adam Sandler. A stage manager I was working with asked me. He was like, Dean, I need you to come with me real quick. And I was like, okay. Uh, I was like, are you okay? He was like, yeah, yeah, I need you to come with me. And I was like, okay, uh, what are we doing? He was like, oh, I need you to come to the studio. They were shooting at this other show. And I was like, that's weird. Um... Uh, and we went in and he was like, I want to introduce you to Adam Sandler. I was like, and then I started backing up. I was like, what? No. Mm-mm. What? No. He's like, Dina, he's really nice. I think you would love him. I'm like, I'm sure I would. I'm sure he's a lovely person. I am not going to meet him. I am not good with meeting like famous people. Mm-mm. I will back away from you. Like you have leprosy. I, I don't know what to say. And then I just do this. Like that. And I don't, mm -mm. if I meet you on stage, like in a presenting kind of way, then I'm fine. (laughs) Who's Kevin Bateman? Did somebody say Kevin Bateman? Did she just merge Kevin Costner and Jason Bateman into Kevin Bateman? (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, Kevin Costner is in the middle of like a real nasty divorce. Yeah. Thanks, truly. It says one funny mother. This is my consolation prize to myself from when I was on live with Kelly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did I say Kevin Bateman? Was it me? No, I didn't. You liars. Yes, you did. You said Kevin Bateman. <laughs> that was what the drunk lady said. I love when Jimmy Kimmel throws out a name to Jason Bateman and Jason has to say if they've worked together. Hmm. Smartless. I would watch that. Listen to it. Mm Mm-hmm. All the monies. Jason is 54. I'm 68, but he's married. Look, Kathy's working the numbers. She's like, listen, what's in your lemonade? I wish it was something good. It was just water and lemonade. (laughs) You are funny or drunk. Mm Mm-hmm. Sometimes. Anyway, so we needed to cover the Golden Globes. All the dresses were so beautiful. Oh, wait. Who had the pointies? Who was wearing that? Something pointy. Did you see it? It was a close-up on somebody. Oh, I know who it was. And I like this actress. But I don't, I didn't love the show that she's in right now. But she got the pointy dress on. All right, stay with me. Thank you. Kimberly. How did you get that? Just on this. Kimberly and I are right here. Natasha Leone. She is in a show right now. Uh, she had this dress on. It was real pointy. Um, with the scratchy voice. Yeah, she was originally, she kind of like, like made her debut in Orange is the New Black. Uh, she was great. And, um, and and now she's on a new show. And she was in something else. I watched a little bit of the new show. It was okay. Poker Face. That was it. Thank you, Sherry. It was okay. It was fine. I would watch it. It isn't like, yeah. She's got a great voice. I know. And I'm just, eh. She sound, doesn't sound like that. That sounded like somebody that was gasping for air. Her, she doesn't sound like that. But uh, it was good. What are you doing? Why are you hanging your head like this? Keep it up high. You're beautiful. You're beautiful. Um, oh, she does do the quirky Old Navy commercials. Yeah. Yeah, but she had this this pointy thing. All right, so what's the story with Gypsy Rose? Fill me in now. She just got out. But she married? Somebody said she married somebody who looks like her mom. What? What? Um. Yeah, what did I went to bed? What was up with Oprah? Did she go up? Did she present? 
I missed it. Uh-huh. Got married in prison. She's married. And somebody said, I think it's wrong that now she's a social media star. I'm like, well, I'm going to be honest with you. Considering the testimony that she gave about what happened to her, her entire childhood. And then what she did in response to that. She married a teacher who wrote to her in prison. Um, I have to watch the last part. What's the documentary? I said Netflix. Gypsy's husband looks a little like her mom. Oh, she presented. Thank you. Um, there were three hours of a Gypsy Rose in a lifetime. I would like to watch it. I mean, here, here, I mean, that girl had no chance. I just, yeah, she just had no chance. I saw a Facebook post of Jenner Addison Real at the Golden Globe Awards, and she looked like she was sad and wanting to cry. I know. Yeah, no. It's on Max. Yeah, okay. Oh, I think if she didn't involve that boy, people would be more accepting. He's in prison for life, and she's out on the media circuit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think she really wants to raise awareness and help others. Well, that would be the best thing that could come from it. Are you from Sydney, Australia? Is that what you're asking? Do I scream Australia? Do I give an Australian vibe? If I did, please let me know. Because that means I'm a lot hotter than I think I am. <laughs> Which is not hot. <laughs> I, I wish I... What is... Hello, that's English. God, I wish I... I don't even know how to sound Australian. Get... Uh, the dingo ate your baby. That's all I... That's so wrong. None of this is helping me. Dingo ate your baby. I don't think you're supposed to say that anymore. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Do I sound Australian? No. <laughs> Do I have, is, what is an Australian vibe? I don't know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Nurse Debbie, she's like, work on that. Okay. Got it. Mm -hmm. Good day, mate. How about, mm -hmm. you sound like Mary Poppins. <laughs> Yeah, very different. Like, you have an Australian vibe. Well, you sound like Mary Poppins. One is sexy and one, I mean, I love Julie Andrews, but. Mm -hmm. I saw a dingo in Australia and I kept saying that. <laughs> no, it's bad. You're not supposed to say that anymore because a dingo really did eat her. Mm-hmm. 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 So, <laughs> if Australia is a city in Jersey, then yes. Dingo ate my baby. I read that her dad flushed her mom's ashes down the toilet because he felt she deserved it this morning. What are we talking about? Aaron, what are you saying? What? Inconceivable. Okay, can I tell you, Joni, I know you're trying to be really serious. Joni wrote, I hope she has continued intense therapy, that all that she's been through, almost inconceivable. But I am so sorry because of the movie princess bride if i see the word inconceivable or i hear the word inconceivable i just it inconceivable that's how i have to say it and then i say it and then i realize that not everybody has seen the princess bride or remembers this quirky little one word that he said a couple of times and then i just busted out the princess but thank you for knowing it inconceivable she's like it's conceivable yeah, Gypsy's grandparents flushed her mom's ash. Did not know that. Did not. I just made the kids watch that with me. Mm-hmm. 
It's one of those stories where you don't know which side to be on. You keep going back and forth. Mm-hmm. 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 It's a good movie. Ramona. You could watch it. Like My name was Enigma Montoya. You killed my father. Stop it. What? Mm-hmm. I've lived here 62 years and I've never seen a dingo. Do you live in Australia? I hope so. But you'd never, if you're in Jersey, you're never going to see one. I wasn't sure. Mm-hmm. He says it more than a couple of times. Inconceivable. I, I do adore Mandy Patankin and his wife. I know. Oh, sh- he's shuffling around. Here, here's where we are now. Colby is doing better, which is good. Um, but he needs pain meds around the clock. Fine. We have, we have found the money for that. Um, but if I miss an hour, you can definitely tell he goes back to having three legs. So on medicine, he has four legs. Without medicine, he has three legs and he cries all the time. So we're on a very strict pain med management. On f- on three legs, you want to hug him and kiss him and be like, it's going to be okay. You're going to make it. Everybody loves you. We, we, we cheer for you. On four legs, you're like, you smell so, please stop eating poop. It's, oh, it's so hard. It's so, it's so hard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. We were talking about your little baby. No, this is Lulu. Lulu's fine. Lulu's like, me, I got six legs. I got seven, whatever I want. I'll steal a leg. I'll eat a leg. She does it. She's fine. She got no problems. Well, thank God. We don't talk about it. Um, she's fine. She's never going to die. Um, but, uh, Colby is literally on his last three legs. So Colby is a 14 year old used to be gigantic Labradoodle, uh, but he has lost a lot of weight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Boom, 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 boom. Um, I'm sure you're going through all, oh yeah, Sherry. Yeah. He's on the anti-inflammatory. He's on pain meds. So he's fine. My friend's Labradoodle lived to be 20. Cooley, why would you say that? Why would you say that to me? <laughs> I just told you he was 14. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I can't. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was going to see you for airing her personal business. She was like, you ever heard of HIPAA? <laughs> you ever heard of HIPAA? Can't be telling my business. And just so you know, she's from Jersey, so that's how she would say, my business. Mm-hmm. Hi, Nicole. Thanks for joining. Um, anyway, so it's Monday. If we haven't discussed that already, I'm sure all your bones have told you that already. I don't know <laughs> if, if your bones tell you, but, mm-hmm. um, you did a HIPAA joke, girl. What other talk show is there going to be a HIPAA joke, a HIPAA violation in the middle of it? You're not going to find this on the Kelly Clarkson show. A lot of people shy away from having live animals on their show. We lean into this. Next show, rabbit. I mean, I could get one, but I think you need it. Mm-hmm. People like to threaten me with HIPAA about things that have nothing to do with HIPAA. You know what I'm going to do? I, please, uh, this is your homework for today. Everybody's like, we get homework? When did we start getting homework on the show? Here it is. Here's your homework. Please do a HIPAA joke today. Even if it has nothing to do with HIPAA whatsoever. You're at the store and you're like, do you guys have celery anywhere? I was looking for celery. They're like, mm, I don't, I think we get some tomorrow. Tomorrow? This is some kind of HIPAA violation. They're like, it's nothing to do. What? 
I'm like, oh, I'll be contacting HIPAA about this. Like, I don't, what? Is that why to sell? Mm-hmm. I'm a HIPAA officer. Oh, welcome. What is HIPAA? Is that, oh, yeah. Judy, you don't know HIPAA. Oh, let me tell you. Judy's from Canada. Okay, here's the thing, Judy. HIPAA, nobody knows what it's did. Health information put people. I don't know what the A is. It basically is. And I don't know if people were just walking around before telling other people's business all the time. Yeah, I was just thinking, what is HIPAA? Oh, girl, let me tell you what HIPAA is. We love it. HIPAA means that you can't share my my medical information. Yeah, I'm British. Been here 20 years. Still don't understand it. Let me explain it. I got a HIPAA officer here. She can clarify. Here we go. Health insurance here. She's coming in, Carol. Health Insurance Portability and Accountability Act. That's not right, Carol. Anyway, it basically says if I have leprosy, I don't know. It's the hippopotamus. Oh, thank you, Missy, coming in with actual information. If I got leprosy, I know I have leprosy and my doctor knows I have leprosy. But if I like work for Missy, Missy can't call and be like, does Dina have leprosy? She not allowed to tell my business. She not allowed to do it. It's my leprosy. So, and it, it's like a little bit of everywhere. So like, even like when, when you used to check in, when you used to check in, Canada, pay attention. When you used to check in and you get to the office and you got to sign your name in. It used to be, it's a confidentiality act. Yeah, you put your name on it, Judy. And then like Missy would walk in, she put her name. And then I'd come in, i put my name. And then Shakendra comes in, she puts Shakendra's name. They were like, that goes against HIPAA. You shouldn't know who was here three people before. You shouldn't even know they was at the doctor's. I was like, I'm glad this is a gynecologist. I'm glad she's here. They won't even do that. Then they started doing this weird thing where it's on a sticky and take the sticky off. So I don't even know you was here. Mm-hmm. Can't even say you saw me in the office. Oh, you can't say nothing. Doctors also can't tell spouses about patients they have. My husband can't tell me about any patients. Mm-hmm. Well, you can't tell me you have COVID. Mm-hmm. Nope. Yep. But I was like, what were people doing before HIPAA? Like, why this? Isn't that just called having like a private conversation with your doctor? And you have to then sign. Um, that's why they have the peel off sign thing. She comes like, wait a minute. That's why they started. Do it. I mean, I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. Um, but sign for sweet. Yeah. So that's the thing. So now, like, if I was married, you know, to Jeremy Allen, like, and I would have to sign a piece of paper. You have to sign and say who they can talk to your medical, your medical history about. You can say like Jeremy, uh, was it Jeremy something white uh, and his underwears. You could talk to him. Who are you talking to? Hey, Doc Holiday. I'm on the TikTok and also on the Facebook and the Insta at the same time. So welcome. Um let me straighten this out. Let me do this. Let me a little, a little better. I don't know. Um, HIPAA means you can't talk about someone's UTI in the elevator. That is also, oh, look what I did. Oh, not, not better. There, that's good. Um, yeah. Uh, mom, my mom's doctors have to sign in via a text message that they send her a link to check in. Yep, that's a new thing. Mm -hmm. If I were a patient at the hospital I work at, I can't look up my own chart. Mm -hmm. I can't make a dental appointment for an 18 year old. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We already talked about him and his underwear. Cause I got to say, I was not checking it at all before I saw the ad. And now I want to be his wife. Thank you, Kimberly. Finally. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's the doc holiday, but. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like finding out stuff that like Canada doesn't have. And then we like can like explain it or vice versa. I like learning about, you know, how it works. Mm -hmm. 
I always say the day I quit work, I'm going to bring a karaoke microphone and break out a huge HIPAA violation song. <laughs> All right. Who is this? I got to Google. Jeremy. Is it Jeremy Allen White? Did I make that up? Okay. In Canada, it's the Personal Health Information Protection Act. That makes a lot more sense than whatever the heck Carol said. There was a lot of words that Carol said. Carol. <laughs> I'm so hungry. <laughs> So nice teeth. Veneers? Why you got to start? Why you got to open with veneers? Why can't you say, those are, you have beautiful teeth. Listen to me. If you ever go on a date carrying Tom Nine, okay? Why you got, why? Because I got this. I got, I got a couple gray hairs. You're like, well, you got veneers. You got the fake teeth. Why you got to open with that? Why can't you just say, you have beautiful teeth? <laughs> Jeremy Bateman. No, I didn't do that yet. That'll be next. Okay. Listen, just say you have a beautiful smile. That's what you say. You don't go nice teeth, veneers. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> they are veneers. They're not veneers. They're mine. I don't even think veneers come out. I don't know why I did that. It is Jeremy Allen White's acting, but he always looks like he needs a shower. I mean, that's why we like that. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. <clears throat> anyway. All right. So today's a big day. I am heading to uh, Pennsylvania to go get all of our leftover product uh, that was at our store in my car and bring it home and set up a shop here at my house, which I'm sure... Uh-huh. All my kids are going to love. Um, so um, I don't even do teeth whitening. Do you want me to tell you what my secret is, Victoria? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I only use... It's, it's a whitening toothpaste. And I didn't even think it works. I just like the taste of it. But I was working in television... And I was, it was the, I think it was the day I was co-hosting with Anderson Cooper. Look at me name dropping. I'm going to name drop. I can never name drop. That's all I, I'm like, I was with my mom. That's my name drop. But today I'm going to name drop. So I was hosting with Anderson Cooper that day. And I just remember everybody in the show going, your teeth are so white. And I was like, they were like, so white. So I don't ever do the thing I got and you sit there for 15 minutes. I don't do that. I think it's Colgate whitening. It's a red it's a red tube. And I swear by it. Every once in a while, my kids will like switch it out. Do is, does, does anybody, does everybody like have their toothpaste and they hate all other toothpastes? Anybody? Cause I, this is my toothpaste. And like, if I'm out and I forgot it or I got drunk, uh, and I stayed over, uh, I'm like, what's that? This is weird. I'm talking about Let's talk about t the red tube. It works great. Mm -hmm. Optic white. That's it. Is that Colgate? Good one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Colgate's my jam with the red tube. I love it. Yeah, I'm not a crest girl. Mm -hmm. Yeah, now I should be doing that and then Sensodyne because this is weird. It's weird over here. Mm, Tom's of Maine is my go-to tooth. Somebody else said Tom's. Never heard of it. Mm, I'll use whatever toothpaste is in the cabinet. No, Tara. Mm -mm. I'm a toothpaste snob. Mm -hmm. I, I've never tried. Should we try tar, char? I've never tried charcoal toothpaste. <gasps> Let's try it on Tips Tuesday. How you brush your teeth on the internet? That's not going to be attractive at all. Who looks attractive brushing their teeth? Who's like? <laughs> Tom's is a sticky paste, kind of gross. Mm, I reached magic mud into the rotation and has charcoal. Freaked out my niece when it was foaming black. I tried charcoal. It's weird. Oh, we got to try it. A box of baby baking soda in the bathroom works good, works good for toothpaste. Yeah, I don't think that sounds good at all. Mayo and peanut butter snob. I am a toothpaste, mayonnaise, and peanut butter. Gene, you are not wrong. 
And I don't think that I am, I don't think I'm the kind of person that's like stuck on brands, but the more we talk about just certain things. Okay. Q-tips. Who's buying off-brand q Who are you? I've tried. I have tried. Other ear sticks. Because their Q-tip is the brand. Cottons. What do they call Q-tips? Because they're not. Q-tips is that. Is that one. We'll call them ear sticks. Does anybody use any other kind of ear sticks? I'm sure they're not called ear sticks. Mm-hmm. Cotton tip swab. No, cotton swab is just the, without the stick. I think you're right. It's cotton tip swab. You have to use A-tips all the way. A-tips. I've never seen A-tips. Some fall off in your head. Yeah, I know that. Yeah. I like Kleenex versus, yeah, I only have Kleenex. Only Q-tips. Mm -hmm. Only one kind of cat. Do you ever try another kind of ketchup? You're like, Jeremy bought the wrong ear sticks and we threw them away. You're like, what is this going to come off in my head? You want me to get some kind of a, yeah. I was given off brand. They were like two inches long. No, only Q-tips. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I try. And you try. Everybody tries to buy an off-brand ear stick. And then you're like, why did I just put this stick? It's like a stick. It, it like pokes. It's like it's like you went outside and you grabbed like a stick from a tree and stuck it in your ear. It's not soft. Real flimsy. Did you ever try it? And then the whole thing bends and you're like. Mm -mm. Oh, I remember when we were on the road. And Tiffany was doing, and I was like, is that a cute tip? Mm, nothing good happened. Mm-hmm. The others are too bendy. Mm-hmm. It's really, yeah. Yeah. Whole thing. Hey, Jules. All right. So, listen, we had a great morning. And uh, it's Monday. What else? And we'll be here all week. <laughs> That's all I got. It's the second week of the year, and there's still time to do something crazy. Sign up for a class, join a quilting group, write a song, do something. This is it. You learned about HIPAA today. There are only two people in my house, and we use two different toothpaste. I believe you, Allison. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very funny. Um, you're not supposed to put anything smaller than your elbow in your ear. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to say anything about that. I'm pretty sure it's going to go sideways. Mm -hmm. So glad I got my hussy hoodie. Good. Yeah. Um, I'm going to attempt to do an intro video today. You will probably get it next month. Good. If you haven't done an intro video, we're waiting. We are waiting to get one, um, from you. So please do it. Make it funny and crazy. Find some crazy thing in your town. Be like, this is the bridge or make it up, make it up. All right, go somewhere or sit in your house, show us your dog, do something, participate. This is it. I want to meet all y'all. I want to see all your faces. Even if you're like, Dina, this is horrible and I'm horrible at introing you and I'm doing it because I like you and I'm going to show you the kind of ketchup I eat. Do that. I don't care. So that's it. That's all I have to say about that. I feel like far has come. 
All right. That's it, everybody. Um, thanks for watching today. Like Judy from Saskatoon says, do something nice for yourself or others today. Uh, and thank you for watching as always. So have a great day and a blessed day. Uh, I will be on tonight with supporters. Uh, and I believe our first voila of the year is this Sunday. Uh, if you'd like to be uh, continuing watching voila and becoming a supporter, you can hit the support button uh, on the Facebook and join us. Um, and if you would like to see the replay of this on the TikTok, because this is going to disappear, you can go to Facebook or YouTube and watch it later if you missed uh, the whole show. So thanks for watching, everybody. I uh, look forward to seeing uh, seeing you in the morning. All right. Have a great day and a blessed day. I'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Hey, guys, if you enjoyed today's morning show, make sure to follow us for more One Funny Mother content. Okay, all right. Morse code is tapping. And check out store.com for great, new, inappropriate swag. And for more exclusive content, consider becoming a supporter. She got a bad leg. Thanks again, and we'll see you tomorrow on One Funny Morning. Boop, boop. <laughs>